mid-interview with Beats One, Tyler, the creator, bombs it. And he's like, hey, what's up, little <laughs> I was like, well, holy, I'm good. What? Welcome to episode two of the Outliers podcast. I'm your host, Arya Chang, and alongside Olivia Sabatino, we're on a journey to interview as many different professionals from different industries as we can. The goal of this podcast is to expose you guys to various career paths so that you may discover the best profession suited for you. This episode will be interviewing musician Malcolm Craig. From 2017 to 2019, Malcolm was a part of a band called Copernia. They toured all over the world, France, Germany, the UK, and even Japan. Currently, he's part of a band called The Aubreys with his friend Finn Wolfhard. And today, Malcolm talks about the reality behind being a musician and the pros, cons, challenges, and risks when going into this industry. Malcolm, thank you so much for giving us your time. More about Malcolm and us can be found on our Instagram, at McGee Outliers. Without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy. We're going to dive right in. So section yep. one is misconceptions about your career that people often get wrong. I think the one thing that's pretty misunderstood is how you make money. Because um, before, a lot of the times, people relied on making records. and that's not so much the case anymore because um, of the streaming services right now. So if you, if you were to have to get like a record deal, that's not how you make money. Um, it's usually about like playing gigs and selling t-shirts. Yeah. We're basically like, um, glorified, like clothing sellers, (laughs) depressing how much work goes into making music and like, it's so not profitable at all. (laughs) Um, what does a typical rehearsal day look like for you? Yeah, usually when we rehearse, it's usually either like before the road or when we're on the road. Um, a lot of rehearsals though right now that I'm doing are say like when you don't have that much right now, we're just like literally jamming and trying to figure out songs right now. Usually it's like, it'll be me and um, a few other people, like a like a guitarist or something, and we'll just like sit around in uh, my room. Usually someone comes with an idea, like a guitar part or something, and then everyone in the room just jumps in on that idea, and they just keep adding and adding. That's pretty much how I write songs, which is really cool because it comes, it comes together really organically. And yeah, people like kind of build upon each other's weak spots. That's why I think it's super important for people who want to get into music um, is to find other people who also like to play music. That's the number one tip because that's how you're going to learn so much. It's just from other people. And music is really great for that because you do get to meet a lot of people. Yeah, that's usually an average rehearsal day. And then like um, before where we were like actually doing big, uh, insane shows, we, we'd already have the songs. And so we'd just spend like eight hours a day for like five days in a week, just like ironing them out and making sure that there's like no mistakes. Wow. That's, that's insane. Oh, Holy that's intense. I think the thing that I find the most amazing though, is that how many jobs do you have where you can work inside your room? and literally you're in that creative zone like that's so something that we're not taught at school i i really love that that's awesome yeah really (laughs) it's uh yeah it is a real creative space it's really nice actually and then another question we also wanted to know what the realities of touring are for you yeah it's it's not it's not glamorous at all (laughs) 
like when I was on the road um, with Calpurnia, it was it was really hard for me um, because one, I was I was trying to do school. I was doing it from grade ten to grade eleven, and like sometimes I'd be like missing a month. One, it was really hard to organize with all the teachers. Some teachers are like totally cool with it, and some mm -hmm. of them are terrible. The other stress is like the days are really long. Like a usual day will be like you wake up. You get in a van, you drive for like eight hours. That's like in a really extreme case, but um, it happens. Um, you unload a whole heavy drum set into <laughs> a dodgy venue that smells like piss. And then, yeah, you sound check and then you play a show and then you, and then you sleep. It's, it's a lot of like waiting for stuff to happen, but still it's really fun. All right, let's move on to section two, which is more positive. It's about the pros. What is the best part about your job? Yeah, um, there's a lot of good things about your job. Um, first of all, um, it's really good for me because I, I need to be creative and music is a great outlet for that because there's no set rules. You just get to make music. And also you get to meet a lot of people. Like one, I met my best friend. And we've been like playing music together since we were 11. We've been like bonded at the hip and I really get to like know him and the way he plays music. We kind of have this, this thing. So like if we're ever jamming, he can just give me a look and then I'll be like, oh, I know what he's going to do next. And, um, and then, yeah, again, performing. If you like performing, then um, music is definitely going to get you that kind of performing satis satisfaction. That's awesome. I, I like it because I can tell, obviously, from your from knowing you and your personality that you have to have that creative outlet of total just expression. So it's yeah. great that you have that and you've made that into a career for yourself. Yeah, I'm really lucky to be able to do this. And then another question we have is how has it benefited you? I think... I think it's really like defined me as a person. That's a really good question. It's, I gotta think about it. <laughs> you know, it really has let me be comfortable with not knowing what the next day is gonna be like. Cause like, you never know what's gonna happen when you're doing this job. Cause you know, you could be like on the road one day, you could be staying at your home. You never really know what's, um, gonna happen like you don't have any schedule like you never know when you're gonna go out and record something so i think it's been really cool um letting me be okay with not knowing where i'm gonna be tomorrow can you talk a bit about more about the experiences it's exposed you to because for kids our age like you've seen you've gone and seen and like done things that you know probably 95 percent of your peers have not even done before um doing festivals okay so like uh like a festival we been, we went to a few of them and they're just like these insane tents build up with like so many different artists um just like walking around in the back it was like it was super surreal like in Oshiega, you guys know uh like um billy eilish oh yeah of course yeah 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 just like hanging out <laughs> Tyler, what? the creator, was there. One festival, we, like, like, Mac DeMarco was there, just, like, invited us into his van, and we played, <laughs> we played Nintendo games. <laughs> we were doing an interview with Beats 1, 
and um, mid-interview, Tyler, the creator, bombs it. And he's like, hey, what's up, little um, N-words? And I was like, <laughs> well, holy f***, I'm good, what? And like, he just like, he came up and like, gave us like a handshake. And then just like, as soon as he was there, he was gone. <laughs> there's, um, there's, so there's a lot of camaraderie being a musician. You just get to connect with like, everyone. And yeah, like, uh, when we went to Chicago, we'd organized to record with a guy named Cadian from an amazing band called Twin Peaks. It was so insane. People would just, like, come in after they were, like, doing their jobs, like, their part-time jobs. Come in and be like, hey, how's it going? And, like, give us Gatorade. Like, they were so incredibly <laughs> nice. There was this part where, like, Cadian was in the recording booth and he was like, it'd be cool to have, like, trumpet on this song. And we were like, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. But, like, we don't know a trumpet player. And he was like, oh, no, I'll just call up Will. Within the hour, Will comes in with his trumpet. And he's like, hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> it was... So, like, everyone's incredibly amazing. The whole business, like, you're talking about how people are, like, literally come in and they're like, let's just do it. And that's the mindset that a lot of you guys have. Yeah. Like, a mindset of, like, oh, there's, like, zero aggression, zero shyness. It's like, oh, hey, we're friends. Let's, let's make something. One of our questions was the biggest challenge you think, in general, most musicians face in their career and maybe you can talk about some of your challenges too if you're comfortable with it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think a lot of challenges that everyone if you're like an indie small up-and-coming band is really juggling how you're going to be able to do your passion and this job and then also keep the lights on i guess that that's really hard because you never know how much money you're going to make and i know um a lot of musicians who this year have had to move back in with their parents because um because of coronavirus like i said um you don't make money off of making songs you make it off of playing shows that's your biggest form of revenue one of the um this like higher ups in spotify said if musicians aren't making uh, money off of spotify then literally what they have to do is record an album and release it every month which is just not doable that's like 12 albums in a year that's not possible yeah no it's not possible there's some bands who do that like um there's this one band king gizzard who i think released six albums in a year which was insane but they were like super conceptual albums but that's the thing music is very flexible so you can take a part-time job you can live anywhere you can live small I'm lucky enough where I'm st I'm still like living with my parents like I haven't had to support myself yet. So I feel like my biggest challenge was just stress. Uh, a lot of tour stress. We talked about touring a lot. Like it's like 12 hour days of just like waiting around and like doing nothing mm -hmm. until the show where like you release a whole bunch of energy and then you like you walk off and then you crash and then you wake up and you do it again. Yeah. That doesn't sound healthy. And that's why like a lot of bands especially like rock bands you see are like they don't do physically well a lot of people like party on the road nice. like party really hard they mess themselves up it's pretty stressful also there's a bit of stress about having the music being good enough like you're like oh man i really i need these songs i need people to like these songs i want people to listen to them so that's always a bit of a fear it's judgment right you're fa you're, you have to face a lot of criticism i bet yeah, and 
social media too. Like you're always, you're online and I'm not very good at social media at all. <laughs> I'm terrible because <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. This is so interesting that you say that though, because like, of course, both you and Graham are public figures, right? And he talked about having this mask on. Like you have to watch what you say sometimes even in front of people you just met. Because you don't know if someone's recording or if they're going to use it against you, if they're a reporter. Yeah, I, I, I get that. He's totally different from how he is in like real life compared to how he is on his Instagram account. If you looked at Graham's account, you'd probably just see like some like actor who's just like, uh, go see my movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But really, how I know him is that he's just a big nerd. <laughs> um, we had a question where it was like, how has it affected the social interactions at school, in the wherever you go? In my head, I feel like, that obviously, because they know who you are, once they find out who you are, people, it's natural for humans who want to gravitate towards you and maybe say, I'm friends with a famous person, right? That happens. Yeah. yeah, there was a definite point where I noticed that some people that I wouldn't have talked to started talking to me, and I was just kind of like, uh, okay, now. Yeah, yeah, I bet. It is kind of weird because they see this one side of you. That's how they approach you, thinking that what you are, but like, um, does that make sense? Was that a, was that a sentence? <laughs> but then, like, oftentimes when, when you do meet me, I'm just like, hi, you know? <laughs> um... Now you're a full-time musician, right? And... Uh, no. <laughs> oh, you're not? No, I actually... I'm doing, uh... I'm actually doing real estate for photography on the side. Okay. I, I don't think I'm gonna be doing it forever. <laughs> it's good for now. Cool, cool. But are there any, like, risks? Obviously, okay, I know it's pretty obvious, but, like, the financial risk to becoming a musician, you don't know what's gonna happen the next day. Do you think that's, like, the, the biggest risk? Um, or are there other smaller things that people have to sacrifice like maybe if they want to have a family or maybe if they want to spend more time at home mm -hmm. actually i know a lot of people who like uh who want to like stay home and like have a family but uh it's weird coordinating that because say you have like a, a child imagine if you like weren't there for like six months yeah that's not good what about for people like dealing with performance anxiety? Do you, do you have any experience with that? Yeah, I I know a few people who before every show they like go into the the washroom and puke just because they're <laughs> so nervous. Uh huh. I I even I have like panic attacks before every show, but um I think everyone deals with it in their own kind of way. Mm -hmm. I think. Um, how I I, I do it is just like. <laughs> I literally, I just go up there. And you just do it? Yeah, because it's, it's awesome when you're on stage, really. It's a high, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a high. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever have to deal with like a bit of a low coming off stage? Yeah, there's a crash. You're just so tired. Like, I'm a drummer, and um, it's, it, sometimes like it gets really tiring. I feel like another big problem a lot of musicians have is, and correct me if I'm wrong, is if their passion ever dwindles and they have to find ways to pick themselves back up again. I know you've, you're quite early in your music career, but has there ever been a time where you felt like that? And how did you, how did you deal with that? 
Yeah, there's there's a certain point in your career when you gotta know when to stop. Uh, yeah, I was in a band. We broke up because it was the right thing to do. Um, Finn's acting schedule was insane. I was in school, and there's just a whole lot of reasons why we just we didn't want to do it anymore. So like, by the end of the last tour that we did, which was in Colorado. We had a moment where we just turned to each other and we were like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we can do this anymore. And um, so we just, we cut it off. And now me, me and Finn are still making music, but we, we decided to go a little bit smaller. Yeah. And if I'm correct, it's just for fun. Because you guys are best friends. It's just like jamming out in your, in, your, in your house. Yeah. The moment it doesn't become fun anymore, you got to stop. And there's a certain point where, like, your one of your bands that you like puts out like a bad album, yeah. and you're just like, oh. And then, like, you see them live. They don't look like they're having fun anymore. They're in it because it makes money. And I think at that point you gotta cut it off. Like, I'm doing this because I want to, and I'm I'm having fun. Like, regardless if this was successful or if it made a lot of money, I'd still be doing it because just. That's what I enjoy. It's like, it's, it's basically my hobby that I'm lucky enough to do and get paid for. Mm -hmm. That's so awesome. And I'm really happy to hear that, that you, you like, you love your job. And that's one of my goals in life to love your job. I th yeah. I think that's probably uh, a big thing that not a lot of people see, especially like teenagers. Like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can get really caught up in being like, oh, I got to get to like the best school and I got to be a doctor. But if what but what if you go to like like first year of UBC yeah. medical school and you're just like oh I hate this so that's why I always tell people to go on a gap year because mm -hmm. you find out like what you want to do yeah um and I just want to lead on one point before I forget but you know how we talked about how you guys have to get used to change right yeah. And we also want to talk about like different types of stress that you deal with because every career you, you deal with different types of stress. But one of the gains I think you gain as a musician is that because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, you become very good with dealing with stress because that itself, not knowing tomorrow is stressful. And you learn to like take a step back and how to cope with stress. Like you, would you say that's correct? I would. Yeah, that's, that's really, that's really, that's right on. You got it. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. And I think that's such a valuable skill to learn. Yeah, and really the skill is, is not seeing um, like the future as a challenge, but more like an adventure. And one thing I really, I want to, I want to know, because we ended up asking Graham is, I want to know what you would say to someone who's thinking about going to school for music. If you want to go to school, um, to like do like a recording arts program, then that that's that's awesome. You should totally do that. Um, but also, I I do firmly believe that, especially in this industry, um, the most valuable lessons that you can learn are from doing it and doing it yourself. Whether that's say uh, getting like a little band together and playing a super small local gig in like a basement somewhere because that's how that's how a lot of people got their start and yeah you can go to school but also you don't have to right uh so yeah let's move on to our next section section four is more like requirements for this job and we did talk about like how there will be circumstances where you'll have to move in with your parents but not not everyone has 
maybe supportive parents or that financial need. So I guess our question is for you, how, what do you do when you, how can you compensate if you don't have that support? Yeah, that's, that's really important. The thing is you can go smaller. Music can be made with literally anything. I started recording my own music on a Tascam. It was super like cost efficient and I learned how to record on it. And then I just kind of kept adding. So music can be, you can keep it really small. And that, like I said, again, um, music is flexible. You can get a part-time job. It doesn't really happen overnight. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> um, and so now we're gonna talk about the personality requirements. Not so much personality, but like the soft skills, I would say. For example, uh, I would say that one requ requirement of becoming a musician is being able to handle the copious amounts of stress, being able to cope with the highs and the lows, and realize that there's not going to be a stable tomorrow, right? Yep, that's one, definitely. Another thing that you have to be prepared for is working with other people. There's a lot of dedication I think you have to have, and like a passion. I think also uh, it doesn't really matter if you're like, if you're shy or you're outgoing. Um, that doesn't matter at all. Besides practicing like your actual music skills, are there any other things that you've had to practice a lot? I find it really helpful to start learning about how to record your own music. That's that's a really helpful skill. That's pretty much what I do right now is um, like I go on to, I have uh, Logic Pro um, on my computer or Ableton Live. I experiment all day. So recording is uh, is a good skill to have. Being able to uh, deal with a bit of like self-doubt. I don't know how you would train that. It just gets better over time. And you don't even necessarily have to have much confidence with being on stage. Like there's this one band called Disc. They have this incredible like stage presence and like distorted rock sound. But then like I see like live videos of them and they're like, totally uncomfortable <laughs> with themselves but they put on a really good show right i think that adds to the personality if anything like that's that makes me more interested in the... totally musicians are like some of the weirdest people you'll ever meet they're not all like um confident yeah there's no cookie cutter right no 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 especially in like m my favorite kinds of music so the next section is, what do you think that you've done well to contribute towards your success and kind of steps that you've taken to get to where you are? I, I don't know. Um, it's, I don't really think of it as like success, really. There's no way of... Measuring success. Yeah, measuring success. I just try to make myself feel proud of what I do every day. For sure. Like, I measure successes in, like, oh, I wrote a cool guitar riff today. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't get too worried about, like, being popular. Because you never know. It's super volatile. And um, if you do get to do it, then that's amazing. But you can't rely on that for your own self-worth. Right. You are so fortunate that you get to be working with your best friend. I think a huge part of that, and maybe some people are having trouble finding success with meeting the right people that's hard i think if you if you really want to meet um these people then really you got to put yourself out there 
maybe go to a show right. and just get really involved in your local community. You know, right. maybe like take a job at a record store. Just get yourself involved in things. So we'd also like to know um, how often you, pra- you practice and as well as like the dedication that it takes. Usually I try to spend at least like I reserve an hour of my day just to do something um, in music, whether that's like practice an instrument or record a song. There's some days where I'm just like, I'm not up to it at all. And yeah, there's some days where I like, I do, I go all day, but that's just because, you know, that's what I felt like doing. Yeah. And it's funny you say the days that you don't feel like doing, because that's actually goes into our next question, which is um, what, like, what gets you out of that feeling of like being in a rut and not wanting to you practice one day um if you're not feeling like it you just do it um and if if you don't like it i don't know scrap it um if i'm not feeling up to it i just um you know not feeling up to it i'll go do something else and then usually like well maybe later i'll be in the shower and i'll be like oh so i think the point the point here is that you can't force innovation no you can't is there any advice that you wish you could give to your former self or would you have given any advice to your former self? I probably would have told him to stop being so nervous. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I was uh, felt a bit weird about, uh, you know, putting myself out there for a long time. And I really kind of only got over that super recently you can really get inside your own head a lot. Um, so I would have probably just like gone back and been like, hey man, chill, chill out. <laughs> Imagine your life without music and now think about all the things it's exposed you to and all the experiences. I think it's, it's taught me to live um, with no expectations in like all seriousness. Like anyone can do music just as long as they want to do it. <laughs> That's all for this episode of the Outliers Podcast. If you're grade 12 or grade 11 or whatever grade you're in and you're listening right now and you are curious about any career that you're interested in, DM us because we want to know from you guys who we should interview next. This is the whole purpose of the podcast. So any feedback helps. To message us, we have an Instagram at McGeeOutliers or we have a website, McGeeOutliers.com. But that's all for this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll see you in the next one.